why did we have crazy friends? We got subjected to that. <laughs> I don't know, man. You can't just be like, hey, look at this, and then show somebody a beheading video. Hey, Taylor! Taylor Price, my guy. Here comes the kitty already. Yeah, like, this is, the <laughs> podcast just, like, freshly starts getting started, and you're like, yeah, this is all about me now. <laughs> this is his time. Uh, this is the other part that I knew would happen, but most people don't get to see is, like, behind the seat. Like, yeah, what do you got to say, bud? Yeah. Tell the, tell the world, what's your, what got you into coffee, little guy? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He um, just ran away from EJ when he was here. Really? Saw a big black man and was like, this. Like, dude, you are black. Like, right. What are you, how are you running away? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, again, I would just say mom, uh, mom got me into it. And yeah, it, it stuck ever since. And then it kind of evolved over time where, I started to try black coffee with with creamer. Yeah. And um which is how you should drink it, but most people are saying now that it, it hurts you or whatever. I'm like, dude, what hurts you? Creamer apparently. Well, I mean, like the dairy part of it or what do they say? I guess it's just like it's bad for you in coffee, like it's like Oh, I mean, it's definitely not good. It's sugar, dairy and yeah, calories. I mean, for those who are trying to lose weight it's definitely not good people who have too much sugar in their diet probably should drink less of it like i mean these coffees probably have at least 50 percent of our daily sugar yeah uh, if not more i'm i'm for me sugar is gonna be fine but like yeah like most people are probably like over their calorie intake when they already have one of these coffees so what what makes you think that sugar is you're fine with sugar Maybe you're fine with over your it's my metabolism right now i so that's the thing though is i don't think sugar it, it's <laughs> we're getting it's funny that we're talking about this but i don't think it's just about you like losing weight or gaining weight i think it's just not good for your health in in general yeah it's not good for your teeth um not good for your heart well you know then what, what I mean? about like the sweetened lows and like the zero calorie sweeteners i'd be drinking bunches of those like, i mean the, the thing it does is make me shit at work. i mean it, it's probably artif- anything artificial that's really the whole point is is like sugar is not inherently bad like natural sugars like like fruits and stuff like that yeah um yeah those natural sugars but are- it's just the corn syrup part it's the it's the processed you know yeah the processed stuff so that's the thing about those diet stuff and the, and, the, and the zero calorie stuff is it still has a bunch of processed sweeteners in there. So, you know, and I, it's funny that I say it because I still drink plenty of sugar or, you know, consume plenty of sugar. Well, you put, you tweeted something that was like, what I can't believe how many people drink coffee because like we know the the downfalls of it or we at least know that it's not like the most beneficial thing for us. And yet we drink it. Every single I mean, day. It's, it's addicting. We all have our vices, you know what I mean? It's Oh, some of us have more vices than others. I mean, I will say, <laughs> I, I, I'm lucky, I feel like, for, for what we have, like, comparatively. Like, right. There's probably crazy yeah, people out no, there. And, yeah, and coffee does a great thing, is it gets people together, and it, it's like, it's a social thing, kind of like drinking is, and, uh, except, you know, far less consequences, and... Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, there. Oh, I taste like a little guy. Is he looking you now? Yeah, he's been licking me for a while. Well, I mean, you're gonna have. He's gonna have more opportunity to do that because I. I don't know if mom and dad told you, but we're moving to the townhome. Nice. That's awesome. No, they didn't tell me that, but yeah. that's awesome. I've been waiting since you got here to be yeah. like tell you because I was like, this is. I was, I was like, we were talking about sets and stuff for the podcast. I was yeah. like, I want to do this. I want to do that. 
It's going to be way easier. Well, that's awesome, Because I'm going to have a dedicated room to producing content. Oh, yeah, there's three rooms in there, right? Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, so the room, yeah. there's two rooms upstairs. One of them that you and you and I used to stay mm-hmm. in. Um, and then the people, you remember those guys across the street? Yeah, I Halo remember those with? guys. Yeah. I was just talking about them the other day. That I think we were talking to people about LAN. Oh, yeah. LAN uh, parties. Because they were the first people that I knew about it because they connected their Xboxes and we played Halo 2 in their basement, in their darkest of all mm-hmm. dark basements. Did they have red carpet or is, am I, or no, red you, walls or something? The, or? You are absolutely correct. They had red floor. They had like a red carpet. That or maybe was like, like a maroon or it something. It was like thick. It was like that yeah. thick carpet. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, you and I remember that. So I'm moving base. I'm, ba- I'm back to, you know, old roots and stuff. And um, it feels good to... Uh, to say that I get to build like my own content room yeah. basically and uh Gabe and when are you doing that when are you moving in after the wedding nice so like how August uh, at the end of August so nice like, so when's your lease up here at the end of August nice yeah. okay so we're gonna we're gonna move in and uh yeah I, I mean this place is obviously nice like we, oh, yeah. we really like this place but the um the house yeah. is gonna be definitely an upgrade for yeah. sure and we're gonna be close to you guys and then that Heck way yeah. we can I mean it's gonna be maybe an extra two or three mile drive for me to work now but like i don't i don't care i've commuted where do you work again i work back at, in west end where i used to at chase except for just at a different company what's uh, west end again sorry st louis park okay yeah just right off of, okay. uh, of highway 100 in in uh, 394 so like i'm i'm back at the west end plaza and uh, i get to be close to my friends at chase and i get to I don't know, work at a cool new job that, I don't know. I feel like I still don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> no, it's still a great, it's a big upgrade, I think, in your life. Um, Especially around a wedding. Like, that's like, you want to move up in the world. Like, absolutely. After a wedding, so. But yeah, the, it's it's literally, I mean, it's a townhouse, but it's a house. You're not yeah. no longer in an apartment with, uh, you know, sharing parking lot with a bunch of people. And, you know, you're going to be sharing it. You're not even sharing. You have your own driveway, obviously, your own garage. You know, it's yeah. You have mom and dad as the the landlords. You know what I mean? So That's there you gonna, go. That honestly, like, there there's a part of me that was like, I I, I don't mind that mom is going to be my landlord, but at the same time, like, there's a little there's a little like some people are gonna, oh, you're renting from your mom, this and that. Like, I don't care. Like, <clears throat> like we have. I'm gonna make. And jokes they don't even it. need to know that either. Who no. cares? You know, like it's not their business. I'm gonna make jokes about it and be like, I live in my mom's basement. I think it's dumb. I think it's dumb for. I mean, I think jokes are jokes. People can make jokes if they want, but I think, if anything, it's more disrespectful if you don't take advantage of the things that your parents are trying to gift you or not gift you or just like when they're trying to help you out in the world. Like, yeah. I think it's almost doing a disservice to the people who don't have that opportunity to just not accept it. You know what I mean? Like right. you, if if they're offering help or they're just making things a little bit easier on you and as long as you don't take it for granted, right? Or take advantage of it, obviously. But Yeah, the the thing I love about mom and dad is like they're not they're not trying to take every like shortcut for us like they're they're really trying to help us learn and i think that's something that as a parent like in the future i'm looking forward to doing Mm -hmm. is like not giving my kid every answer but helping him find the answer yeah i think that's what mom and dad are good at Mm -hmm. so i'm I'm pretty thankful for that the uh the other thing you know about being closer is like uh you know your, your family is like a sense of community and when mom and dad left montana i could tell that they were 
you know, I felt I feel like they still feel lonely sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like as parents, is there's a lot of people who still hang out with like their high school friends. Oh yeah, for sure. And like mom and dad are so far away from their high school friends that mm-hmm. like like I have a feeling like they get they feel cooped up, and that's why like they go out and and play golf and they go out and make for these sure. friends for sure. And I think that. I think they had that sense of community in, in our old neighborhood in Grand Rapids, though. One thousand percent. So it, yeah. that helps a lot. That that um, that neighborhood alone, I think, when we go back and think about it, like we had it pretty damn good. Oh, for sure. That was probably that was the most fun time of my life, for sure. That as was, a kid, I think we probably had more fun as as kids than most kids got to, and I I'm blessed for that. But it was like the night games that we played. It was like riding our bikes in the middle of the night, like we. We really took advantage of having a very. I mean, very we would good play. We'd play kickball or or wiffle ball in that like cul-de-sac area. Um, we, we spray painted a football field in our backyard. I mean, we we played, had a batting cage in our backyard. We had a, we played tennis ball in our front yard too, and yep. like so much so that our neighbors were like, "Hey, like you're hitting." Like, we got so good at hitting a tennis ball a long way because we never. Dad was like, "They'll never hit it." Right. They'll never hit the other pe- person's house. It's way yeah. too far. Mm, we Lo- sure did. Lo- two weeks later, you and I are just cranking homers mm. off dad. Like, but that's what made that neighborhood good is that we knew all the neighbors, so they didn't they didn't really get that yeah. mad. They just go, hey, Matt. <laughs> hey, Matt, tell your sons to stop cranking dingers off my house. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Sorry, folks across the street. Mike and Natalie. Yeah, Mike and <laughs> Natalie rumble. I, th- we were... We were opposite field hitters because that's that's right center. If we're righties, yeah. that's right center. I mean, we would hit it at the guy with the, I forget his name, but the guy with the, the motorcycles. Craig. Yeah, Craig. Yeah, Craig. Craig, guy with the motorcycles. He was, he was that such, was the OG. He was such a nice guy, except yeah. for the one time he yelled at us for for snowboarding in his backyard. Were you, were you there for that? I mean, I think I remember that. I remember always snowboarding in his backyard. I do remember that. We made a jump one year. We made our own little jump. It wasn't that big. <clears throat> I landed on my butt like four times. He comes out. What are you kids doing? Dude, what are you doing? And I was just like, this is the nicest dude I've ever met finally yelling at me. And I had no idea. Yeah. So I was like, I was very confused. I remember when he got in a crash and he, he came oh, back yeah. and he just was different. He wasn't really, he didn't come out of the house. He didn't really ride his bikes anymore and yeah, he was he was very tenderfoot after that because yeah. i mean I, I've, I've seen some horrible accidents on tiktok and like this one there's this lady like there are two people riding a motorcycle and they're like oh a lady up ahead of us that we're friends with crash and they get up to her and there's a boot and then they drive past the boot and you get up to the lady and there's like her leg and it's just missing the boot and you're like oh that was her foot yeah and like you just it the TikTok didn't explain it very well, so I had to watch it a couple times and then read the comments. People were like, "Yeah, that was her foot." I was like, "Oh, yeah, that was horrific." Yeah, I mean, we're go- we're regressing, <laughs> like as a society, in my opinion, we're going back to like like the the beheading videos again. Like we really have come full circle. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, we have to revive e bombs world. I don't even know what that is. You're, I think I know what that is, but I you were young don't know enough. that specific. You were young enough, so you were born in 97. I've definitely seen those videos, but I would always look away when my when yeah. Ben and uh, when Ben and Ryan would watch those. So your friends did do that to you. Okay. Mm-hmm. You and I were sensible cuz you and I didn't look that stuff up. I didn't look it up, and now that I can confirm that you yeah, did it. No. 
Yeah, absolutely. Our, not. Why did we have crazy friends? We didn't. We didn't. We, we got subjected to that. <laughs> I don't know, man. That is not fair. You I can't just know. show. You can't just be like, "Hey, look at this," and then show somebody a beheading video because that can be. It's so much easier now. You can just like be looking something up on your phone privately and be like, "Hey, I got something funny to show you." Yeah. And show it, and I'd be like, "Oh." Yeah. No. I've gotten got multiple times. People told me to search a certain website, and I did, and regretted it. Instantly. I'd rather. I'd so much rather be rickrolled. One thousand percent. Like, what would you rather? I don't do? even think. The, I don't even think most people even know what that is anymore. That's exactly. I'd still rather have that happen. <laughs> I think if somebody like, if somebody got me with that old meme, I'd be, I'd just fucking mm. laugh. Mm-hmm. I'd have to be like, yeah, that was my fault. I should, I should recognize the URL at this point. Right. I've seen it so many times. Yep. Like, go through like a Twitch chat. Somebody's like, check out this cool video, and I'm like, yeah. I mean, I'm way too curious, and I click the link, and we're gonna give you a. Like, that's not even like a troll though they didn't even set you up they just said come watch this video that's yeah and it's funnier when somebody's like check out my channel and like i'm actually interested to see their channel because like i'm not like i like when people you know it's stupid but like and don't come into my fucking comments and do this but i like when other people do it they go into other people's channels and like spam their link and everyone's get gets mad and i'm like well i want to see why they're confident enough to go in there and just do it right most of the time it's somebody with like 20 subscribers who has no videos and it's like check out my channel it's like you do, you don't have any content to check out right but then somebody who posts content doesn't do that because i've seen people who post content do that on instagram they okay. for sure do that on instagram like yeah. everybody any popular post there's people in the comments that are just saying stuff to be like hey check me out I don't like that. I mean, I I just I like it when it's somebody bad, because <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like on Kill Tony when somebody like a bad com- a com- comment comes up. I'm actually interested to see them rise through the ashes because right. like I want I want them to be bad and then somehow like own the interview and then Tony's like, yeah, like that was yeah. that was impressive. Like somehow he just didn't grasp it. I need to go to one of those shows. We, man. we do. I want to go. I would love to go to Austin. That that'd would be, be so cool. That'd be really cool. Did you watch the special? Yeah, I watch every episode. Absolutely. That is, I mean, I got updates for it. Like, literally at 8 p.m., my phone's yeah. like, yeah, this is on. Like, at the Ali he, had a, he released a special one on Friday as well. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, watch that one. 500 special? Or is it like the 10 year anniversary? No, basically? no. That was on Monday, but then he released the episode that would have came on Monday. Oh, he re- yeah. That's right. He did Ali Sadiq. Yep. yep, yep, yeah. yep. Ali, Ali Sadiq is, is fucking hilarious. His, his stories about prison are fucking. That's, they're so fucking funny on Joe Rogan's podcast is that well, where you heard him that and actually uh, what is happening the, the Ari Shafir comedy okay he was show. on that too he was on okay. that too yeah he was talking about like a prison break and I was just like that's fucking hilarious he talked about boots he's like you gotta you gotta the Mexicans got all boots <laughs> like that's it's that's how you know in prison that the riot's about to happen right. is when the Mexicans got on boots yeah cause this shit's about to go damn I'm about <laughs> to stop somebody well, that was the other thing I was like I, I wanted to update on was like that in like UFC like mm-hmm. did you watch UFC last yeah, night like that was probably one of the best cards yeah, I've seen in a while for sure that was amazing but, I I unfortunately missed the Robert Whitaker and oh, yeah Duplessis yeah because uh, we were up north and we couldn't really get service up in Brandon Minnesota Brand. I missed that fight too I was making food and I came back to uh, Duplessis and uh, style Is bender. It? Yeah, that it was just, hilarious. That was awkward. I think he. I th- I swear. I mean, I think Izzy might have been a little drunk, but I swear to you, he he like was he like was talking to his friends, and he was probably telling them, "Hey, hey, watch this. 
watch this. I'm going to try and get this dude to say the N-word right now. <laughs> it was so funny. He was like, oh, you're my African brother. You're my African brother. And then he just kept dropping the N-word. And he was like, huh? You going to say it? You going to say it back? Uh, Drickus was just like, what was his name? Drickus? Drickus Duplessis. Drickus, he was just sitting there like, uh, you are no brother of mine. <laughs> like DDP is what, and I, which freaking great branding for him. Lucky guy, DDP. DDP. Oh, that's his, uh, day. D- D- okay. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty cool. Bro. Diamond Dallas page only wishes. <laughs> no, but that was, that was fucking, I think that was the closest I've ever seen a white man getting baited in to, to anything. That was for sure. That, that was, was, that was bait. That was, that was and, and and I'm I'm sure Stylebender was sitting there just like do it. Who is? That was hilarious because it was literally it was really cringy at first, and I was like, "Is he smarter than this? He is being funny right now. He is trying to get him to say it, and he's probably a little drunk, so yeah. he was just like." Well, he stirred him down after the knockout. <coughs> I mean, Stylebender has already knocked out Whitaker and beat him twice. So right. Like Duplessis being like, "Look at me now." It's like, dude, I did that already. Dude, that sucks, dude. Bobby Knuckles he's, oh, I love, he used to be my uh, used to be my favorite fighter, man. You talked about him a lot, and I like loved watching his fights after you mentioned him because I would I, like I would ch- check out his combo videos and like he he really is a unique kind of fight. Like the way he holds his hands, the way mm-hmm. he throws his jab, like the way he has his ducking roundhouse, like all of that stuff. I was like, man, like you really pull for a guy like that too because yeah. he, he had all those you know ACL injuries and yeah he went on a tear man he went on a tear for a little bit when he went to middleweight and yeah he Izzy wasn't even in the UFC when I when he was my favorite fighter and then Izzy came I was like I like this guy a lot and uh I mean just like a lot of people but he became a lot of people's favorite fighter just like he did mine he, he became my favorite fighter a little bit before the Anderson Silva fight and then he cemented it after that with the with the Costa fight. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I was like, that that was the perfect kind of just amalgamation of like, you know, I'm sick of this guy fucking chirping. I I just want to shut him up and like, not just shut him up, but like piece him up because he kicked every part of his leg. Dude never switched stances, and just then after that was like, all right, I'll pick you apart from 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 waist up now and just started just and then finally put the one behind his ear that knocked him knocked him out so i was like it's tough to me to see like anybody beating izzy and then when you watch the bigger guys beat him and stuff like Pereira and and blahovich you're like you're like okay this guy's vulnerable but uh, he he really is only outclassed by these kind of like big beefy guys. Oh, right for now. sure. Just like the, the if they can if someone's really good at grappling and they can like Bo Nickel might give them a little bit of a, a problem. Yeah, you know what I mean, I mean that's a pure wrestling guy who is looking to. I mean, he just got a knockout last night though, so it's like he can at least survive on the feet, I think, and he would probably be able to take Izzy down as much as I would rather Izzy win. Yeah. Um, that's, 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 yeah, that's, scary. that's a tough one, but yeah. Bo Nickel needs to get some more fights. I think Oh, for sure. they're definitely going to bring him up a little slower. They're definitely going to do it. So that's what Dana keeps saying, but you yeah. know, since when has Dana ever lied? You know what I mean? Never. But when, when you knock out, <laughs> <laughs> but when you knock out guys quickly like that, it ends up shooting you up that ladder a little mm-hmm. quicker. I mean, for it sure. happened to, to O'Malley. I think O'Malley, if he would have shown like more parts of his game, I think that, not saying that he doesn't have like a great boost right now, but I feel like he'd be in like the contender spot more if he was 
showing that he was just as well rounded on the ground. But he's such a great striker. It's like it's hard to like he's just he's a showtime guy. Yeah, for and sure. that's why I feel like Gaethje did the same thing. Like Gaethje, obviously, is a great wrestler. He was so good at wrestling. Mm-hmm. That's why he used that as a defense. Like you tried taking Gaethje down, and he's like, not gonna happen. World class wrestler, and I can knock you out with insane power. Yeah, I wonder if they just don't like to wrestle. Like it's just too, it mm-hmm. gasses them out too much, and they don't want to do it. Yeah, carrying somebody else's weight. I mean, yeah. you and I both know that that fucking shit sucked. We had three wrestling cousins that would just pick us oh, apart yeah. at Christmas. I was gonna say, wait, how do we know about that? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no. Got, the rug burns. I different. still, I still remember the rug burns from them, dude. Fuck. Yeah, that wasn't fun. And David screaming every time we would jump, all we dog pile on him. That was the best. It, you and I getting getting dragged through the rug for like twenty minutes, and then David finally is like, "All right, I'll I'll jump in here," and then we all jump on him. Yep. I was like, "Yeah, this feels good." Yeah, good times, good times. Well, yeah, the, that's why. Like when I went and watched, I watched Braden. He had torn something in his knee before, so he had just came off of five months of recovery, still wearing the brace, has no conditioning. He had five matches. He won all five matches, and anytime you get pushed off the mat, there's like a reset. Mm-hmm. He would sprint back, no, back to the center of the fucking oh, mat. Wow. He would run back to the center, and even the, the guys who were in perfect condition were sitting there like, what the hell? Like, dude, you don't have to run. He's no. like, no, I'm beating. Like, it was a mental thing. He right. was he was gassed by by match two. He told me. Yeah. I was I was literally like rubbing his arms like this, like both arms, both legs, like just trying to get that lactic acid out of his legs because he was just like, dude, I, my legs feel like bricks. So I was trying to help him just like get some water in his system, and like I was like, dude, just don't move. Like I'll just sit there and freaking. Two matches later, he's got one more match still, and he's like, I don't think I can do the last one. And you know his mom is a freaking hard ass. He's like, no, you're doing the last one. He goes out and pins the guy in the first like three minutes, and That's I was awesome. just like, like he's like, I'm not doing the whole ten, fifteen minutes. I'm just gonna end this quickly. Yeah, <laughs> that made me realize our cousins are different breeds, yeah. dude. Like they, those wrestling dudes are, they're crazy. Mm-hmm. They are crazy. I couldn't imagine waking up in Dagestan and just they're like. What are you doing today? And you're like, God, I gotta grapple like 14 sweaty Russians today. Or a bear. Or a bear. What are you doing? You're trying to press the power button. Yeah, you're trying to turn off the. <laughs> this is done. This is over with. He's gotten really big, actually. Yeah, no, surprised he's, how fast he's grown. He's a he's a, he's getting chunky, so I'm just slowing him down on food. Um, going to one and a half cups per serving now, because uh, yeah, he's getting he's getting tubby. He's a tubby, little chunky little boy. He's gonna go lay down. Yeah, our cats aren't really eating their kibble very much, so we've been like almost feeding them like a a wet diet recently. Okay. And I've been hearing a lot of people saying that that's healthier for the for them because they don't drink very much water. Yeah. But I feel like my cats drink a lot of water too, so These, I don't know. This dude, this dude will only drink. He drinks water and he'll drink it out of his little tub thing that's yeah. over there. We have like a water jug over there too. But he loves water in a cup. Yeah. Like you put it, you put a water. He's like, is that for me? <laughs> he starts seeing that water. He's like, mm-hmm. hell yeah. He I like cats that. There's a lot of cats that do that. I feel like. Oh yeah, he, and he he's very vocal with, uh, like, if I'm in the other room or if the door is closed, like he, and I'm starting to learn his meows, and TikTok is 
stupid and is like <laughs> trying to get me to do all these. I have seen one of those. Yeah, it's yeah. like the ah, ah, and like he, yeah, he doesn't yeah. do it. He looks at me. He's like, "The fuck you say to me, bitch?" Like he just doesn't care. But when you uh, when I say real words to him, he follows wherever I go. So, well, all about the tone. He he has more cola in him than any cat that I've that I've ever been around. Like when I say cola, so me and Mason had a cat named Cola. You named him, uh, which was a perfect name for him, by the way. Whenever I, I was like, well, how did you come up with that? And I go, oh, I came up with Pepsi. Mm-hmm. And, that was the first cat. And my brother, Pe- I just, I mean, I gave you the handoff, basically. Yeah, like, that was like, easy. It was easy when Cola came. It was, I was a like, walk-in touchdown. Yeah, that, I know what the name's going to be. It's yeah. Cola. But the, the best part was when we found him, you know, mom and dad were like, obviously they didn't want another cat, but we put up ads saying like, hey, did you lose your cat? Somebody contacts mom and dad, and they say that this cat's name is Ralph. And he had been with us for a week, maybe 10 days. And by that time, you had already started calling him Cola, and I was reluctantly... Wait, so how? who said that the cat's name was Ralph? Some lady responded to the ad. How would she know what the cat's name is? She said that when she saw the picture, she knew that that was her cat, Ralph. That was her cat. That, that was got... her cat. So why didn't we give it back to her? Then? Because when I looked at the cat and I screamed his name Ralph, because she said, "If you say Ralph, he'll come to you." I looked at my and mom was like, "We got to try." And I was like, "All right, watch this." I looked at him dead, like he was you know milling about, and I'm like, "Ralph." Nothing. Not even an ear twitch. I go, "Ralph." Nothing. I'm like, "Ralph." Nothing. I go, cola. And he goes. How long did we have him for? Ten days. You had started calling him cola after like day seven, I want to say. I'm still so confused because I've never heard this story. So uh, some lady. Responded to the. And said it was her cat and we didn't give her her cat back. Because it wasn't her cat. How would we know that? Because she said all these things about the cat. First of all, that were not true. Second of all, she couldn't even say where she lost the cat. And we said, you know, like, hey, like, where did you, this is where we found the cat. There's only a few places where, like, how far the cat would be able to go from. She was nowhere near that area. Huh, that's weird. I always thought, I always just remember dad telling me the story that he, nobody responded to the the, the American Humane Society. Somebody responded, but it was not the owner. Definitely not. Because when me and mom... We're in the kitchen, and I did that. The cat didn't even didn't even flinch. <laughs> that was the reasoning why we didn't think it was that her cat, though. Other than the fact that she couldn't well, recall where she said, "Well, she all there's just nothing added up. Yeah. Nothing she was saying added up whatsoever. Right? Not one bit. I mean, at the end of the day, the cat was gone. It was malnourished and it was gone for yeah, a while. We're not gonna give the cat back to you. Like we were not going to. And I looked at when after I said cola. And he looked at me. I looked at mom. And I go, that's our cat. I was like, that's our cat now. And huh. my, my mom kind of just was like, all right, I guess that's ours. And by that time, we had already gotten, like, the extra litter box. Like, I was like, what are we doing here? Right. Like, we love cats. Like, we, <laughs> this is ours now. All right. Literally, we know he was he, he had a bunch of health problems and stuff that we just didn't notice right away. Right. Yeah, no. I mean, I just, I like the story of when dad brought him home, he poured Poured the cat some beer in oh, uh, Mike's, was... Mike's dog's bowl. 
when he was outside peeing. Oh, so. that was, yeah. So they, he was scratching at the door to the garage mm. to our old neighbors. And they have like a garage that has like a back door out to their <clears throat> backyard. They bring him in. They give him some beer. And they, like you said, in the little tub. And dad said some crackers too. Some rich, yeah. some rich crackers. They just broke them up. And I was like, if I was a cat, that'd be fucking dope. I'd follow whoever gave me the beer back home too. Yeah, right. I'd be like, let's go. I love these yeah. people. But I mean, nobody there had a cat besides us. So, I mean, we were the logical choice to take the cat home. We brought him home. We sold those bean bags downstairs. Mm-hmm. He, we, like, was, he was walking with mom and dad down the stairs. Mom and dad were kind of like sheltering him to like make sure, you know, Pepsi didn't just run after him. Mm-hmm. Pepsi sees him from the futon and is just like, nice. Just yeah. didn't, did, could not have cared whatsoever. Didn't even get up, didn't hiss, didn't, didn't, just went, all right, went right back to sleep. But he, I was laying on the beanbag and I was trying to sleep and he was doing circles, mm-hmm. meowing, like going crazy. And finally I just grabbed him, hugged him. And I'm like, dude, let's go to bed. And he kind of like looked around for a second. We was like panting. And then he just finally just like crashed. That's cute. Yeah, I don't remember the like the beginning days of having him very much. He was much. thin. I have pictures. Yeah, I do remember so what thin. he looked like, but yeah. No, yeah, he was he was probably one of the best cats, just because like even during COVID, like he just he loved that we were around. He was like he was always so cuddly. He's definitely a good cat, man. I wouldn't say he's the best cat though. Come on, man, this man would pee on a lot of stuff. I know it wasn't his fault, but like that is, I don't think that qualifies for being Bro the best had a cat. UTI. I, mean, I feel no, bad. No, he had kidney stones. He had kidney stones. That too. Poor but, guy. Yeah, he was. He but was rest in peace to a real one. I mean, he was healthy when he died. That's the thing. It's like we didn't know of any problems, and he just was just kind of got old. Like wasn't yeah. even wasn't even that old either. And I think probably the health issues probably caught up with him. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was weird. It was a day after I saw him last. Yeah, I, I came all the way from <clears throat> Farmington just to hang out. I don't even remember why. I just wanted to hang out. He was waiting for me at the door. Yeah, yeah. He's a good cat, man. That's why I love cats, man. They, they they really do like they have their own personalities. Like your each of your cats have their own personality. Oh, for yeah. sure, man. No, yeah, I honestly I think they are very relatable to dogs. People think that dogs have more personality or dogs are better or whatever. And I love dogs too. It's just I think dogs are more work. That's really what it is. Come yeah. down uh, comes down for me is that I could be gone for a full day and I'd feel terrible for my dog. But yeah. If I was gone for a full day for my cats, I still feel bad, but it's like I know they'll be able to fend for themselves. Yeah. They got a litter box to pee in. That's like the biggest thing, honestly. Even if you have two dogs or or whatever, like just because they're in a pair, it's still like dogs feed off of your emotions. So it's like when you're gone, they they have separation anxiety. Mm -hmm. For sure, man. Yeah, Having a dog is a lot of responsibility. And Zeke, how's Zeke doing? I mean, I haven't seen him for a while. No, yeah. Zeke's the best dog ever, though. He's... He's easy. He's small. He's a small black lab, which is like the cutest thing ever. Like, yeah, yeah. I wish that was our dog for sure. <laughs> we, ba- our, our parents babysit a dog. Mm-hmm. It's weird. So it's you, you basically get to help babysit. Yeah, they ask a lot. Sure. Mom asked me to drive from Plymouth one time to walk him because it was so cold. Really, last winter. Yeah. I got there and it was like negative six, and Mom's like, "I'm not going outside." And I brought, I brought Zeke out and Zeke. I threw the ball and Zeke grabbed the ball once and then like whipped it into the garage. Yeah. Ran out 
for a second. I think he went to the bathroom, came back, and didn't even look at me and just ran yeah, straight to the yeah. door. He's done that a few times when it's been, like, really cold on the ground. <laughs> he's just like, fuck Yeah, this. he's like, hell no. He's like, I'm a dog, but, like, I'm not doing that. Mm. Like, I... I got my shit done. We can go inside now. Right. He, I think he likes. I remember every time I would come over, he was just messing with his bed. He's just humping his bed, and then he's just like, "You know what? The fire's nice. I think I should take a load off." That was a lot of humping I just did. Maybe yeah, he I, does do a lot of he does do a lot of humping. That's for sure. <laughs> he humps his bed a lot. <laughs> like, yeah. damn man, you can't get me action up. He's like, man, I'm shit between two houses and shit. Yeah. I can't get some action. I think it's so funny that dogs that are fixed still hump. Like that's just. It's just in their nature somehow. Like yeah. keep... I, the, last night I was with, um, I was around a dog named Chapo. He's a, uh, he's a, uh, what are they called? Like, it's like a bulldog or like a, a boxer or something like that. Like um, a bull mastiff. Something, something like that. A really cute guy. Um, he, he had like a gold chain around. He's a oh little. Oh my god. He was a little. Yeah. The people who put gold chains on their like pit bulls are just like. Like look, that look like linebackers. <laughs> yeah, it's it's those dogs with a flat face. So it's yeah. like more of like a pug yeah. type of dog, but like a big, like a big, like, like kind of beefier one. But anyways, then there's another dog, one of those. Uh, I think it's like an Australian Shepherd. They're like yeah. it's like a high voice yappers, and um, yeah, Chapo was uh, trying to hump the hell out of the, that girl dog, the Australian Shepherd, and it was very. Very embarrassing for Chapo, for sure. Chapo, what are you doing? Dog, yeah, seriously, Chapo, what are you tiny, doing, bro? Man? What are you doing? We had, to, we had to yell at him. That's all we were yelling all night. We're like, Chapo, stop. Come on, man. Stop pumping the dog. It's like, dude, you don't even have, you like, you don't got nuts. Like, what the hell? That's what, the other thing I don't like about the cat. He, he's got no nuts, so he's got no concept of, like, what that feels like mm. when your nuts get stepped on. So he just steps on mine. Oh, dude, that's the worst thing about cats is they don't care about your nuts. They man. just they don't, don't give they a don't. shit. They love to climb on you, and then they just, like, you're sleeping. I got, I've been woken up, and, and I'm not kidding you, three nights in a row from him trying to play trampoline with my ball sack. Like, like he just straight up takes a jump from the top rope off of the headboard and goes straight yeah. to my nuts. This, this is Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy, Swan Tom Bomb. Oh, my God. <laughs> I I I can hear him just like, "Bah God, you just jumped on the top of Wow, right on my nuts, and just a three a.m. just curtain call, just oh, okay, I'm up, I'm up, I'm up. Yeah, and it's a delay. It's what an a de- asshole. It's a delayed pain, and it's never like a fun pain. It's always like, like, oh, this hurts. It's never like sometimes you get hurt and you can kind of laugh it off, like when you hit your elbow. Like I hit my elbow getting out of the car like hit the funny bone and i was just kind of like laughing so i'm like mm. it hurts but my fault right but when you get hit in the nuts it doesn't matter if you hit your own nuts it it just like it cripples you Dude, like, like stomach ache yeah it's terrible someone told me and i had to look this up that like the reason it hurts is because that's where they come from your nuts come from your stomach I mean, yeah. Like I the pain, see, like the, the pain t- signals, like where like they're originally wired, is like in that lower area. That's interesting. That's an interesting bit of knowledge. I didn't know that. So, I mean, like, the reason it's delayed is because like the the pain signal is so far from where it originates. <laughs> and I'm like, what the? I gotta be honest. And even just thinking, oops, even just thinking about it, like, it just kind of makes my nuts hurt. So I don't. I'm trying not to think about it or picture that. I don't need it's, to know. it's just like any when someone talks about an injury, like they talk about their yeah, knee hurting, like my knee just starts to, to, to 
tingle. It also depends on what state of mind I am, I'm in as well. Like sometimes it's way worse. Like I can't, yeah. I can't hear it. I don't want to hear it. Well, it's like that's like with like same thing like vomit too. Like I don't know how Dad does it. He's always in the state of mind to laugh at somebody vomiting. <laughs> like every second of every day, you could he could be like almost burning alive. I feel like and somebody vomit next to him, he'd be like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, he likes to laugh at people's misfortunes. He's an AFV fan. Oh my god, America's funniest video fan. I've never seen a grown man chuckle like a like a little baby, than more than our dad when he watches those montages of people falling downstairs mm-hmm. for thirty people falling in thirty seconds, and dad is <laughs> dad is crying. I haven't seen it for a while. Yeah, they had. Um, Surprised he doesn't like watch more like on TikTok and stuff like that. Get dad a TikTok and he's never gonna. He's I never think he has it. one. He sent Does me. It? He sent me a video on TikTok once. It was how air fryers are like dad, worse for your food than like on ovens and pans. Dad's looking at microwaves. Things to prove us wrong. <laughs> he's just always looking for shit to be like. Yes, because I tried to get him shit. to get that air fryer for a while. So I I don't know how he came across. We have that, we but, have an air fryer here. Yeah. Yeah. We have one too. Oh, oh yeah, you guys have the ninja though. Yeah. So mom got it. Yeah. Well, I don't know who got it, but I mean, I'm mom, assuming mom, mom got, got it. it. Yeah. So dad was like, "Mason wants an air fryer. I don't think we should get one." And the mom's like, "I'm gonna get an air fryer." <laughs> no, it took it took a while. I think it took a couple of months at least of me talking about air fryers, and then oh, they put, use it all the time. You marketed them. You, For sure. You straight up marketed them. Well, it makes sense because they use it all the time now. Like nobody oh, yeah. wants to reheat their meat in microwave. microwave like, it's yeah. gross. I don't want to reheat fries in the microwave. That's yeah. gross. I'm going to reheat them in the air fryer. I've started reheating my pizza in the air fryer. Yeah, 100%. Because you shouldn't reheat it in the microwave. Even with that water cup trick, I still don't like it. You really don't like that? I, I mean, still it like helps it. a little bit, but yeah. I don't think it... I think the air fryer does... Air fryer is, is what you need. It, it does the job 10 times over. What I do for pizza is I actually microwave it first for like 30 seconds. And then I put in the air fryer for like a minute. Do you do the water trick when you microwave it? No, I just want to get it hot and melt the cheese. And then I'll let the it get crispy after I, that. I wonder if you do it with the water trick though. Because like, I like that it'll add moisture to the... To the yeah, it's and then probably when you a good put idea. That, and then it makes it crispy. Yeah, it's Dude, a good idea. that's a smart idea. I mean, people will reheat pizza on the pan with water. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that too. I don't like that as much. I, just, I, did, that in co- I did it in college. I didn't like it as much. It was the thing that I have loved recently. I got a single a single waffle maker iron. It's this I need big, that. dude. You I need can get that. it. You can get it from like Urban Outfitters. Like they, I'm like they sell knickknacks, and I'm like, it's like I need. 15 I bucks. need that. I saw people making eggs in those. Yeah, I, wanna, I, I don't want to make an egg in there. I don't. I don't know if I would do that. Only, only because like I just the egg would stick even if you put a lot. It's like it's just gonna stick, and then it's trying to get a waffle egg. Yeah. It looked good. It looked fire. It looked oh, like yeah. a very easy, quick way to make eggs. Too. I like making grilled cheeses with it. Yeah, grilled cheese. You take like t- actually taking two buns, like ciabatta buns, mm-hmm. and like putting mayonnaise on the top of it, and then cheese. Dude, mm-hmm. I, I I tell people Sounds this. Really good. I tell the people this all the time too with the grilled cheeses. Like if you're not grilling, I know most people do with like they grill their butter mm-hmm. on the bread. Don't do butter anymore. Mayo. Do mayo. Yeah, I've done mayo before. It is so good. so good. It's yeah. a game changer. I I lost. For two straight years at the grilled cheese competition in Winona, because the guy <laughs> who beat me was using mayo. Was using mayo the whole time, and I was had all this fancy cheese. They I had a go, grilled cheese yeah, competition. We had a grilled cheese competition. Fuck, yeah, I was. Crazy. I was. So the two things I entered cooking wise, that one of them I tried to enter, the other one I didn't. 
the first one was the grilled cheese and i would go to walmart and buy like all these like exotic cheeses and like grill my thing with like this great freaking bread i would spend like a hundred dollars just to like make my sh- i would think it was gonna be amazing and then some guy would just like american cheese like like processed american cheese mm-hmm. and like regular white wonder bread would beat me every for the first two years and i was like and I just started watching him that second year. I'm like, he's using fucking mayo. Mm-hmm. And I started, and I just combined all of that. And then the next year I won and he was there. And then he graduated and I won again. So I was like, fuck you. Damn, did you get like rewards? Awards that was this? the first, the, when I took second place both times, I got 60 bucks. And then when I won, it was 160 bucks. And then I accidentally entered grandma's uh, banana bread into a baking contest. Dude, I did what the- I didn't know it was a baking contest. What do you mean? I thought it was a bake sale. <laughs> I I went there okay. and it's a big open room with like tables everywhere. Some of them have like those little canopies above. It's them. just so weird of me thinking about you doing grilled cheese contest and and bakery. I didn't do a bake sale though. Like, why would you go to a bake sale? I didn't make the banana bread. So I was living with Melissa and it was just me and her. And then she left for the weekend and I had those mini loaves that she Mm -hmm. makes. And then I had a big, the big loaf. So I took the big loaf and I was going to bring it to the bake sale because I thought, hey, it's for charity. I'm not going to eat all this. It's going to go bad. I'm about to go to class too. I had a Wednesday, like 6 to 8 30 class. It was fucking awful. But on my way there, I or on my way from class, I had on Tuesday, I noticed that they said there was me a bake sale on Wednesday. And I was like, oh, I could sell my shit. So I go there, drop it off, and I go, do I have to be here for this? And they're like, no. Like, we can have somebody sell this for you. And I was like, okay, I got to go to class. And they're like, all right, cool. I'm like, when does this close? And they're like, 8 o'clock. And I go, well, my class is done at 8.30. Is there somebody going to be here? And they're like, yeah, we'll be taking everything down by then. Like, all right, cool. I started to go home, and I forgot about it. So I got there at like 8.45, and there's nobody there. Like nobody's tearing anything down. There's no tables left. There's just three people standing in the corner. I go over to the corner and they are like, Oh, are you the one with the banana bread? And I'm like, Yeah. Um, is there any left? And they're like, No, 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 we ate it all. Oh, and this is yours. They turn around. They turn around and then they bring out a blue ribbon. I won the baking contest. <laughs> that is nuts, dude. Well, I, you mean grandma won Grandma won the baking contest. Yeah. I told her about that and she yeah. didn't believe me. So I took a picture and sent it to her and showed her, like, you won. Yeah. And, um, and you know grandma, she's too vain to, to ever enter her shit into a contest. Right. She would never do that. So when I say this, and I used to say this all the time as a joke, but now I can say it for real, our grandmother has award-winning banana bread. Banana bread. Yeah, she absolutely does. She absolutely fucking does. Like, she's delicious. Not, not on purpose. The people, the judges were like, this was so good. And I was like, they're like, what's your secret? And I was just like... I was just like, a good baker never reveals his secrets. And I walked out and I just <laughs> left. And I was just, that, that to me, I was just like, I, I started like feeling really bad. Cause I was like, this is not mine. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but none of the money went to me anyway. So I didn't make any money or anything. Right. But, right. But still, that's, that's cool. A well, a well-deserving baker won that contest. Yeah, right. Exactly. My grandmother's fucking amazing at baking. Yeah, she is. I still miss like the apple pie, like. Like anytime she made meatloaf and mashed potatoes, like I didn't think she was very good at making cookies, and then she would make them too hard. Mm-hmm. And then the last time she brought cookies over, they were 
not hard. They were soft, and they were so good. And I was just like, wow. Well, she makes them crispy because Dad likes them like that. Dad loves them like super crispy. I don't know. Last time, maybe he was just saying that for me, but last time I was like, we and him agreed on it. Like, she always makes the hard ones. Maybe, yeah, maybe he is just because it's his mom. Yeah. I mean, shit, I wouldn't, I don't want grandma. It's not like the hard ones weren't good. It's just they weren't, they're not nearly as good as soft cookies in my eyes. Yeah. Because I like to microwave my cookies, so. You're you're a big cookie guy. Oh, dude, I love cookies. I had a bunch of cookies last night. I brought (laughs) cookies over to Jordan's cabin. Yeah, like, I, I'm a, I have to be in the mood for cookies. Like, it's never, it's Mm -hmm. never just like, oh, yeah, I could down a cookie. Like, brownies, like, I could eat a brownie at any time. Yeah. Like, or like the Rice Krispie, I'd freaking anytime you give me a rice crispy but like cookies for some weird reason they're just that weird nuance to me and cake mm-hmm. we have cake in there in the refrigerator it's not good anymore but i just couldn't bring myself to eat more than like a piece yeah i'm not a cake guy for sure i think that frosting is just like it's so it doesn't matter what type of frosting whether it's mm-hmm. like buttermilk i would do cream i like cream cheese frosting the, the cream cheese it. frosting is good but then again like it just after one or two yeah, pieces you're just like but i could eat, i literally have done it twice this year i've gotten a 13 tote of chocolate chip cookies from mcdonald's and ate all 13 of them in the same night yeah i did it for You're, my birthday that's in, that's well <laughs> i had to do it for my I birthday never, I, I didn't get to say happy birthday in person to you but it's all good yeah thank you you're 20 you. 25 26, 26 now 26, yeah it's shit. crazy You're getting old man you're about to turn 30 oh, yeah that's the other good yeah and that i'm sure nuts. anybody listening to this if you or just listen to the audio or if you're watching this on on youtube uh thank you by the way but yeah him being taller than me doesn't mean he's my older brother i'm the older brother yes we get that Mm -hmm. wherever we go um now you don't even give people an opportunity you just tell them you hey my name's taylor i'm the older brother yeah Uh, i just i just diffuse it to start because you don't don't, want to hear it (laughs) well or it's just like well then they they start talking to you like they're like so how is the and then like it's just like i can tell that they think i'm your like sidekick and I'm like, the fuck is this? I was the I was the main character for four years. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? Yeah, well, that's just the perks of being the baby child. Is <laughs> that you, you only got that title for four years until yeah. I came around. Yeah, well, they stopped after you because they realized they were like, fuck, we're not doing that again. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't blame them. <laughs> no, that, that's what them. people. You know, when we were growing up, like. Ben Johnson, his younger brother, would I'd hear them argue, and I was like, I'm glad we didn't argue like that. We were very tame in terms of like how they were. They were fucking. Wish you were adopted. Wish you would die. It's just yeah. like holy shit, bro. No, yeah, I feel like you and me have had maybe like four or five fights like that got like real ones, yeah. real ones that got like that got heated, but they didn't. It would always like the day later. It would. It was like nothing happened. So, well, yeah, we would, we quickly realize like, especially the golf course one, like our grandparents are watching. Yeah. Like, we should yeah. probably stop. Cause mm. grandma, grandpa, their image matters to them. So much. Yeah. And I'm glad that it does. Cause it teaches us some, some self. I mean, yeah, I don't think it's in a bad way. I think they just like to carry themselves in a, in a, respectful way I'll, I'll mute all the swear words this time because i know grandpa was he watched our last one i mean we've already cussed a few times I, so. it's mostly me and it's i'm setting a bad example <laughs> I, I but yeah grandpa said on the last last time he watched us do a podcast he's like you could do without the swearing right. it might might serve you better and i'm like you know i love his i love his view on things because he's he's so wholesome mm-hmm but obviously the world is changing now and like to capture the minds of young kids, like they don't care about swearing. Like, 
Yeah, um, I definitely use it very sparingly in my job with, with yeah. coaching. So. Yeah, with teaching, I think that's different. I think when you're a coach or a teacher, that is a very, mm. it's an interesting relationship where like you can't be their friend as often as you right. wish you could. Right, and it's like they can't swear around me, so mm. I don't want to be, I don't want to do the double standard of swearing around them. Yep. I will swear around them if it's really important mm -hmm. to make the, the point come across better, but you know, I don't do it out of context and I definitely don't do it very often yeah. around kids. So that has changed my vocabulary a little bit. Do you think that like helps or hurts maybe like the emotion of the game? Because there's a big, I mean, it's a big topic right now. Like the, the emotions that players are allowed to show in the game is like in college, if you taunt your opponent, you're thrown out of a game. That's one of my most popular videos is literally talking about that. Right. But it's also, I feel like they really started cracking down on it recently because I've seen a lot of trash talk in college baseball. Like it's like a lot. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's definitely becoming a huge thing with, um, with social media. And like I see TikTok videos of, of uh i mean it's obviously not more than just baseball too like every sport like yeah football basketball it's just everyone's talking talking shit to each other so and to the refs like it's not it's not limited to umpiring but like you know referees in basketball i've seen getting a lot of shit too you know parents trying to fight them and stuff like that but like it's it's the um you know i talked about it in this video and people were saying i was a little being a little too hyperbolic and like that you know NCAA is cracking down on taunting and this and that. And I was like, that's not what I was talking about. I know the rules. Like, I, I understood that. I'm just talking about the judgment call that that umpire has yeah, to still make. Like, yeah. It's still a human being having to make that decision. Right. He can choose to give that team a warning or not. Mm -hmm. And um, and even one of the guys in the comments was being a hypocrite. He's like, it's zero tolerance. Sometimes I give them a warning. I go, is it zero tolerance or do you sometimes give them a warning? Right. Which one is it? Yeah. You just said that it's zero tolerance. That means you chuck That's everybody. That's the thing is that it's all based on how that umpire, what that umpire's mood is at the time. You know what I mean? That exactly. Affects, that affects so many of the ejection calls. I think that it has a massive effect on it. And mm -hmm. another comment, which is something I didn't even know, and I didn't, I don't know if this is true, but it's something I didn't even think about. The NCAA, the NCAA might be taking out umpires who are not enforcing the taunting rule as often. If they see it happening and they give a warning, maybe that umpire doesn't get another job later That's in crazy. the year. I didn't even think about that. Like, I've always thought, like, hey, you know, I'm going to do things to the best of my ability and let that take me as far as as I can. I got to do districts two years in a row in in a state where primarily you had to have 20 years of umpiring and I only had maybe four or five. Right. So I proved that like my skill was there. So in that scenario, I'm like, I'm still going to err on the side of like caution. Like I'm going to give these guys a warning and a benefit of the doubt before I just go quick to just toss in them. Mm. Even in a, in a moment where they told me like, Hey, you got to be aware of this, especially in that second year I went to districts. They're like, Hey, a lot of these guys are trying to do this drop fly ball thing on the infield. We have to enforce it as as a, as a catch mm -hmm. that came to a point it literally happened in the tournament we called it the right way and we enforced it the same way and yet we still after the tournament realized we did something wrong and it's like as an umpire you should be able to do that mm -hmm. and not have to fear that the governing body is going to take away your job right no absolutely because it took it took a lot of you know effort for us to like sit down and actually talk about those rules and like taunting is not something that's like a part of the game te technically like it's not a play that happens but it's still something that you should talk about like hey if a player literally points at the other team and flicks the other team off like yeah that's an instant ejection but if he flexes 
and is super excited because he just struck out a guy in a 3-2 count in a tight situation, what do we do? And in the situation I covered, they just ejected the pitcher. Mm-hmm. Later on in the game, Florida hits a grand slam. And the, that guy, yeah, yeah, that's the best celebration just, ever. Just, yeah. No, I love no that. celebration. I yeah, that. that was awesome. It was perfect. That was awesome. And I and I was saying like they're gonna take away the heart of the game if we if we uh, if we don't allow these kids to show some emotion. I'm not saying take away you know like enforce taunting. Yes, if 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 he's sitting there you know crotch chopping fucking like <laughs> X Pac and Triple H you know right like then yes of course chuck the guy but like if he's flexing because he just pulled off a tight situation like like okay like err on the side of caution so mm. that's where i was and I, I guess i can respond to that the comments in the video i, I should never respond to comments no I'm, I'm realizing yeah. that i mean unless they're like positive but if it's like they're yeah. just trying to start i mean if they're just you can just see it as a conversation as well though you know it's cool to dis it's fine to disagree with people some people have enlightened me to some things too right. which was nice because like the other one i did was like a breakdown of a of a black umpire getting called an Uncle Tom. And I didn't cover that in the video, and I wish I would have. But that was a part of the reason why he made this call on a strike that, or a ball that was not a ball, or was it, it was, should have been a ball. Right. And he just ended the game, and both teams, the winning team and the losing team, were both like, what the hell just happened? He got suspended. But, you know, I, I left out the part where he was getting, being called an Uncle Tom by another black coach. So, like, there's some context there that, you know, I wish I would have covered, but the main crux of it was like he should have just stopped the game and been like, "Hey, like I'm not gonna get called an Uncle Tom all game. It's either that or we end the game now." Right. Like, like this is getting too personal. Like, let's play baseball. I mean, he could have just ejected the guy. Could have ejected the coaches too. Could have like, it, there's so many other steps that could have happened before yeah. that last strike ca- got called, and yet I'm getting told that I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm like, wait a minute. Have I not umpired before? Have I not been in that situation? I have been in that situation. Like I, I'm so young looking that everyone thinks shouldn't you be coaching or shouldn't you be coaching or umpiring little league? Is some of the comments I got. One of the first calls I ever made, the guy goes, "Well, it didn't take you long to fuck something up, did it?" Yeah. It's like you have to have tough skin. Right. But at some point, when it gets personal, you just have to look at it and go, "Are we really doing this?" Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I mean, I deal with it all the time now that I'm coaching coaching all year round so do you hear the parents like are the parents getting are they um our parents are pretty good i mean they argue once in a while but no i i think our parents are pretty good um i know in my in the last game i was in i was making some jokes and the the umpires weren't taking them as jokes and we were already zero and two on the weekend so i was kind of over it like i wasn't like trying to be super nice guy i was just making jokes out there and they didn't realize i was making jokes and they were getting pissed off at me and it was just like mm-hmm. you know yeah anyways i deal with that stuff all the time and um you know uh you definitely have to play that game with, with the umpires and the other coach you gotta you gotta be buddy buddy with them and, and otherwise if if they have any reason to not like you they will make a a call most of them will make a call not in your favor because yeah. they are you know it's sad that that's not a connecting thing. it's, it's so sad that that's a thing yeah like and that's something i did want to talk about because i've umpired you literally i've umpired you in little league it was the same game i didn't have a cup on i got hit like right in the in the waist and they were like nope you're gonna go do, to the field and the other guy will do the, the plate and then they found a cup magically and i'm like what the f- 
where was this two innings ago? All right. But you, I, I was umpiring you, and uh, you came to the plate, and I, I rung you up, but it was like a normal, it was just a normal call. Like, Me striking out in Little League? Yeah. I don't know. Didn't happen that. very often, I know. I know. <laughs> you were one of the better Little League players, like, not just like on your team, but like in that, in that Little League. Yeah, I know. That's why I, I don't remember this, but all right, keep going. You were, keep play, going. you were playing the Cardinals. I remembered exactly the team. I remember you're wearing your Dodgers jersey, you're wearing blue. Uh, Field one, and lights were on. It was a it was a seven o'clock game, but it was still bright out because it usually is. And uh, yeah, first two pitches were in the dirt, and then the next two were inside. And you looked at me after the second inside one and kind of shook your Dude, head. There's no way you remember this this clearly. There's just no way. But I'll I'll let you. I'll keep going with it. Yep, Strike three going. was on the outside corner. Okay. And you and you looked at me. I paused and I rung you up and. <laughs> I remember you kind of looking at me for a second in the box and just shaking your head and going back to the dugout. And like after the game, I think you were, you said something like you could have let me have one more. <laughs> like, cause it was like, it was an, it was a two, two count. And I was like, could have let you get to full count, but I, I'm, I'm going to call it like I see it. If it catches that corner, it's, it's a strike. You should have swung and, yeah, I feel it, man. I tell my kids that all the time. Anytime it's close, definitely Gotta protect swing the plate. It. That was the that was the that was not your last year. That was your your second to last year. I do my remember first year in majors. Yeah, because it it wasn't the year that you went and played Edina um, twice. I remember we that was the second year. Playing Edina was actually my when I was ten. What was, Ten-year the, what, was, what was the team that beat you guys when you guys were trying to go to Indy? Uh, well, the first team that we lost to was Plymouth New Hope. Plymouth New Hope. And that's the team that ended up actually going to Williamsport that that's year. That's right. And I. That's and then we lost Crap It's American after that because we were already kind of bummed. Yeah, we were already kind of out of it. So I remember that now. I thought it was. Why did I think it was? It's because of Coach Cleveland. Yeah, it, it's, or Dino. It, Dino came in the Dino too. dugout and said he hates Edina. I hate Edina. Yeah, that was one. That was ten year old All Stars. That's a that was a mantra for. It still is my mantra. I yeah. hate Edina. <laughs> yeah, I definitely a, think about that every time I hear Edina. There's a TikTok. This dude's like, he was acting like he was rich and he had like a fake gold chain. Was wearing like this open shirt and he's like, I live in Edina. Check out my car. It's, this is a. He's like my Mach three Tesla and it's like a honda accord mm-hmm. and then he's like look at my five bedroom four bathroom house and it's like a tiny little like like little nook and he's just like i live in edina i'm better than you that's <laughs> a good tiktok and i was like yeah that's, that's fucking funny. hilarious because everyone in edina thinks they're better than you mm-hmm. doesn't matter what state you're in edina thinks they're better than you fact <laughs> i feel like i should tell the the audience about what happened to my key fob yeah, this morning he's been messing with it since we got in here so yeah i can't stop thinking about how uh forgetful i can be sometimes so um as prices can be yeah um dad always apologizes for that but uh i can't let him <laughs> i can't let him take all responsibility but anyways leaving my buddy jordan's cabin this morning and i uh left my keys on top of the car and uh, I'm driving down the road, and uh, I hear something slide off, and and I'm like, "What was that?" And I look back, and my keys are on the in the middle of the road. So I, you know, quickly turned around and picked them up, and I had a bunch of stuff on there. I had a whistle for a complete athlete that was shattered. 
Um, yeah, it, everything was pretty in rough. Sh it was in pretty rough shape. This uh, key fob was in pretty rough shape, and I have one of those cars that's pushed to start. So when I came back into the car and I was started driving again, um, I saw that it's. I was with Tyler, by the way, my mm -hmm. friend Tyler, and he uh, or I start, I noticed on the dashboard it said car key removed from the car as we were driving and i was just like all right that's not good it's not sensing that this fob is in the car and so we get to uh the breakfast place that we were going to and i was like man i kind of want to leave my car on because i don't want this to not turn my car back on when we when i need to leave so I, we were two hours away from anybody and then, and then leaving your car on while you're going in to go get food that's even sketchy yeah that's also sketchy um even though it's a small town you never know um so tyler convinced me he's like hey let's just try it let's just see if it works right now it's gonna work turn my car off it's not working i can't turn my car back on it's not sensing the car the the key fob and I do have like a little slot that I can put it in, but I don't need to put it in there. You should just be able to leave the key fob in there and start the car. And that's that's what I did, but that's what Tyler suggested I do. I was like, that's not going to make it start. Like it's gonna usually my car starts if the the key fob is in the car at all. It'll start. It'll start if you're like just like two feet away from it. Even like I remember mom mom's car is the same car. Literally, right, like right. I held it outside of it and it works. So I was like, there's no way that's going to work. And sure enough, when I put it in there, it worked. But right now, my car can't. It won't lock or unlock from this. So this key fob is basically the only thing I can do is put it in the slot that it has in there, and then I can start my car. But moral of the story is uh, I'm very forgetful. I'm pretty sure this is a key, though. Are you? I don't really want to mess with it, though. I, this is a key. Oh, cool. So if you need, it's bent, but... If you need to, like, open the door. Okay. I did not know that. So you can lock the doors. So you can okay. get it. I would test this out beforehand. Right. Especially now that it's bent a little bit. It's bent. Yeah, it's not bent at the be at the worst spot either. It's bent back here, so you yeah. should be all right. Dang, dude. <laughs> but, yeah, somebody definitely ran this over. Yeah. Yeah, I had friends following me, so they definitely ran it over. You have some good friends. They didn't mean to, but I definitely blamed it on them at the, bre dude, the was breakfast. That, was that Mason's keys that we just ran over? Dude, the breakfast spot we were at today was called uh, Shotskis. Shotskis. S-C-H-A-T-K-Y-S or something like that you or whatever. Hurt, you just Some hurt German. My, you just hurt my brain. It's German. It's German. I don't know what it is with these small towns, but they always have the best breakfast places. It was amazing. They had... The French toast was amazing. Um, the service was amazing, of course. Uh, I had ha corned beef hash. That was amazing. The hollandaise sauce was amazing. Um, so you're saying the Germans are back. They had, dude, they literally had a, a shot. <laughs> the Germans are back. What the hell? <laughs> uh, it was. <laughs> that was the stupidest thing. That was dumb. That was, that was super That dumb. was an intrusive thought, and I just let it. I just let that The Germans go. are back. Uh, <laughs> They're back. Anyway, so one of the the omelets was called the Shotsky's omelet, and it had sauerkraut, and I was like, "Nah, that's gross." That's gross. Yeah, we both don't like. Our grandfather loves that shit. Yep. But uh, no, dude, we all tipped her like it was because we had like eight people, and we split. Everybody paid eight different bills, and we like were being very like we were all a lot of us were hungover, and we were being 
very respectful but we were like demand not demanding we kept asking for stuff we were asking for tons of different types of drinks like apple juice chocolate juice chocolate juice chocolate, chocolate juice. milk i need coffee chocolate juice coffee blueberry syrup instead of regular syrup hot sauce ketchup like wait who wanted the blueberry syrup uh hannah was her it's back on is it back on yeah okay it says it's off but i hope this has been working should we find out? Yeah, I'm going to test this. 